Okay, so um, so we left off last week where the Mechaber was uh, defining for us, he was defining for us what the Avaidah of Kiris Hashem looks like, what, like what is the objective of Kiris Hashem, to, like, to have that mission statement of coming close to Hashem. So he defined for us, which is something that is a Chiddush, but, it's, but if you think about it, it's obvious, that the Avaidah is not to actually become close to Hashem, right? He talks about that Barichas, that whatever level, whatever definition of closeness you're talking about, whether it be like spatial or familial, it, either way, it doesn't apply to the Rabbanu Shalom. We, we already are close on all levels. So Kivas Hashem, or the void of Kivas Hashem, means to bring that relationship, that closeness to the forefront of one's mind, that it should be something that a person lives with. Sometimes uh, it expresses itself emotionally, sometimes intellectually, sometimes, like I was talking about last time, uh, in, in not reacting in a certain way to certain situations, a certain Menuchas HaNefesh, Yishvadas. Those are all simonim of a person having that kirvas Hashem on the forefront of their mind. So, um, we're on page Chav Ches, I believe. So, peace, Lam and Gimel, page Chav Ches. So he says, again, the last thing he said was that even in, 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 in the physical world, there could be such a phenomenon where someone is close to something, you don't even realize it, right? Like he gave an example of like microscopic organisms. You know, before the microscope, we didn't know that such things we were close to such things, or a person that could find out uh, that their relative is their next door neighbor, you don't realize, and all of a sudden everything changes. So, same thing over here. <laughs> same thing it is with a person's relationship and closeness with Hashem. And all, all, all sorts of closeness. Like we said, that a person is close to Hashem physically, wherever you are, is where Hashem is. Ulam, but again, since a person doesn't see Hashem, obviously, physically, right? So we don't sense it. It's not something that we necessarily automatically live with. Or the other type of closeness. We know that Hashem is our Father. But we don't necessarily, again, feel this or, or live with this. You know that Hashem is your friend. But again, it's not necessarily something that you automatically feel. These are relationships that a person has to work on, not to develop, but to, to live with, to, 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 to bring it to the forefront. If a person was told, who, who, this person thought for many years, for example, that later their, their father passed away. And somehow they, they, he's told, like, without, in a sudden way, that his father is still alive. And you could actually see your father. So, his whole heart would be full of joy. And that he has another opportunity to see his father. And the thought that he was maybe going with for many years, which was giving him inner turmoil in the fact that he's not going to be able to ever see his father again. He won't know anything more about his father. This was a huge mistake. And so every time, every time, you know, we go to Davini, every time you do a mitzvah, every time you open a sit, every time you, anytime you're breathing, you know, you have the opportunity of like, of getting over that mistake of thinking that we can't, we'll never see our father again. It's every single moment you could have uh, that opportunity. Kol mishlei omel rabbis, and this is where he gets to the point. Kol mishlei omel rabbis lahakir sagish baruch, if a person doesn't work hard, to recognize Hashem, to learn about Hashem, not just about what Hashem wants of you, but to learn about Hashem. Your real father. Then you're not going to know your father. With a human being, without working hard, at least you'll know some 
aspect of your parents because of the Pashat interaction you have with them. But it's not like that with the Rabbani Shalom. Even though it's true, we are constantly interacting with them because everything we have, every experience in life is really Hashem talking to us and Hashem communicating to us. But if we're not thinking in that way, then we're never really studying and learning about our Father. So uh, what type of relationship can be built when, when there's, no, there's absolutely no understanding of, of who the other party is that you're trying to connect to? If you think about it, it's Mamasha. It's an impossibility. How could a person, uh, you know, develop a sense of kirvus Hashem and closeness to Hashem, even even with learning, but without without any without any learning, without any focus about learning about Hashem, as opposed to just learning about what Hashem wants of you, then then you don't, you don't know the, the one that you're trying to connect to. Ilu again. So the most elemental stuff you'll know that Hashem exists. You don't know who Hashem is. Like, what does that mean, God? Right. So at some point, you know. It's like my, my daughter yesterday, like randomly, she's at that age where, you know, one of them, they begin to like ask these types of questions. You know, she's yes, like, like Hashem's invisible, right? But Hashem is everybody, He's invisible. So I'm like, yes, He's invisible. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know what exactly she thinks that means, exactly, that Hashem's invisible, but, she, but He's everywhere, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, how many you didn't go around thinking also, just Hashem's invisible? Like, again, whatever. The, However, we understand who Hashem is, but to but to allow those questions to be asked and to come up with more sophisticated answers than what you give to a five year old, you know, it's a, it's an important thing. Not just not just because that's a certain a huge chelik of Torah to understand who the Rebbeinu Shalom is, but otherwise, how could you develop this? How, how, it's very difficult to bring Hashem into the consciousness in the forefront of your mind if all you know about Him is what He wants you to do. I mean, it's an obvious point. It's again like a person that knows his fathers in Chutzlarts. And again, he's speaking from the reference of Eretz Yisrael. You've never met him. So you know you have a father, but you've never met him. So too it is with this thing. So a person that doesn't put in a lot of effort to recognize and to know his creator. And I don't just mean intellectual investigations. To really try to feel that sense of closeness. And that sense of uh, of attachment. So he knows he has a father. But he doesn't really know his father. He knows he has one. He doesn't know who he is. Adam Shalom Bemis. Just a couple more minutes. We'll finish. Adam Shalom Bemis. A person that put in a lot of work. Bemis. And recognizes his creator to whatever extent possible. Then that person knows. <clears throat> that person knows that not only until that point did he not sense Hashem next to him. He doesn't even know what that meant to have a God. Again, no different than a little kid. The little kid thinks he knows what, what the Rabbanu Shalom is, just Hashem's invisible. Like, so how many, so yeah, at some point you get to a, like, some of the benchmarks in terms of coming close to Hashem is to realize that until now you had no idea at all. And until that point comes, if a person goes through life, you're 50, 60 years old, and you think you know who the Rabbani Shalom is, that means you've never met him. You've never met him. You have to, you have to keep, constantly evolve from thinking you know to I have no idea. Now I know. I had no idea. No, that, that, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You're dealing with a, with a, with a relationship which is infinite. You didn't have the kalim. Yipasha didn't have the kalim to, to even begin to investigate those questions. The, the kalim that a person has to answer those questions of who is God is very difficult to find that in just the Blat Gemara. It's there. 
it's there, but it's very hard to find it unless with a lot of training, you know. There's other svarim, there's other chalakim of Torah that are more directly answering those questions, giving you the tools to discover who God is. But, but a person has to, without, without studying these inyanim and, and, and thinking about it, you, not only do you not have the answers, you don't have the kalim, you don't, have the, you don't even have the, the material to use, to, to work with, to find these answers. What do the words mean? What does it mean? What does it mean exactly to be a child of Hashem? And again, this is not only an intellectual matter. This is something that the soul has to pick up on. And by learning Torah properly, all Chalakim of Torah in truth, but especially those Chalakim of Torah that are more directly dealing with these sugyas, then it's not just a matter of getting the answers, but those, that, those Chalakim of Torah will give you the light of the Rabbani Shlomo, where your soul will become satiated, and your soul will become more satisfied with those answers, as opposed to just thinking Hashem is invisible. All the Mashon that we have in this world between father and son, don't touch even a little bit to the depth of that relationship that we have with the Rabbani Shlomo as our father. This is above anything that human mind can truly comprehend and grasp, and a person has to develop Kalim, to allow themselves access to that which is beyond their human intellect. That's the neshama coming in contact with the Father. We have to understand. When the Torah describes us with Hashem as children, and a person just reads that in a very simple way, no different than a child. I have a physical father, so I have a spiritual father. And he says, Hashem Yiskes Kuma Hargish Lepachas God. You know, I'll invite that all Yiddin should at least know that. Who Tayfis Rakis Shidchis Advar means you're only connecting yourself to the to the superficiality of what that pasuk means. Voice Primiusam, and not the inner dimension of it. And like I've mentioned many times, that might be satisfying and that might be enough to a superficial person. But life nowadays demands. Life is complicated, and, and, and whether we recognize it and we want to believe it or not, we're n- none of us are superficial. The average person out there, the MS is not superficial. And so if, when they're presented a superficial version of Yiddishkeit and a superficial version of their relationship with their Banishalam, it doesn't satisfy at all. It's mamish completely unsatisfying. Panemius, and that's, that's part of why people run to superficiality, is to try to escape their own inwardness. Because that panemius that they do have inside is not being not being uh, satisfied so you have one of two options either to satisfy it or to try to numb yourself from having any depth when people are running to social media and these things and just looking for superficiality it's not because they are superficial it's because they're running away from their panemius they're running away from their depth because they don't have the kalim to satisfy those needs so it's, then it's just frustrating so you might as well just turn off and go to sleep but if you could give them Panemius, if you could give them some sense of depth and, and a deeper perspective of who they are in their Yiddishkeit, then you'll see, you'll see that those same people, that until now you define them as completely superficial and hollow, they have a lot of depth to them. Because all the superficiality they were running to was just an escape. Panemius ha'asoga shalamuhus ben shalakosh the deeper meaning of what it means to, to be a child of Hashem. Yuchaladim la'asiga rakashu umargish kem benavsha. You can understand it only when you feel it, when you have a sense of that. It's not with fancy concepts. It has to be something that a person experiences. And Torah can give that light, but it has to be a panemistic away. And a panemistic of Torah. Okay, I mean, we could talk about this for a long time. Right? Okay. Everyone should uh, believe that you're a panemistic of you. That's the okay.